0: You're listening to The Big Show with George Rusick and Maddie Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number two, Big Show, Rusick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. At the bottom of the hour, I'm uh, debuting a new segment, and I'm excited about it. I got here really early to work on it. I've been here since like quarter to four this morning.
1: Nice. Good for you. Look at me grinding. Look at you getting up I and doing a little work. I grind for you, the listeners. Yeah. I grind for
0: you, the listeners.
1: Are you impressed, Brent? No, I'm not. Here, no. I have a question. Yep. Why didn't you do it after the show yesterday? I was I was tired. <laughs> I wanted to go home and nap. Oh, okay. I was I sleepy. Don't... So you could have done it yesterday instead of getting up early to do it today? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted just to na- clarify. I was
0: nappy. Oh, okay. I wanted yeah. to take a nap. Yeah.
2: I don't like surprises that I'm not a part of. I like surprising people. <laughs> okay. I'd like to be surprised.
0: Uh, that is the voice of Mr. Brent Croner, Big Show Flames Analyst, the Solution Snake, a.k.a. the <laughs> Cobra. Brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Uh, we got to get this out right away. Like, right away, we got to get this out on Center Street, 17th Avenue. you have a poem ready for Matt Rose? Of course not. Okay.
2: You know what? I uh, The only time I remember is when I'm walking over here, and I'm like, darn it. Hmm. I should have used my time wisely yesterday and written him a poem. Yeah, a poem. Yes, my grandfather used to write poems. Really?
1: Yes. Who's just... your grandfather? Robert Frost. <laughs> you <laughs> should just grab one of those and just like change a name from like a yeah. a, a female <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah. And... George Dietrich Claussen. It's... Oh, <laughs> really?
2: GDK was his license plate. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's um... quite a quite a. Quite a poemist.
0: Oh, you can be like Sam Malone in that episode of Cheers where he stole one of Diane's poems. (laughs) And Diane's was trying to think, hey, where did you steal this from? And it was ultimately her poem. Her poem. Yeah. Yeah. That was a twist in that episode. (laughs) That's Uh, awesome. Maddie and I saw uh, a license plate driving to the Flames game. A guy has Flames 1. Wow. Flames and the number Number one one is his license plate. How long has he probably had that for? For a long time. Yeah. Since uh,
2: 1990? I, I like how you're
0: just throwing sort of an arbitrary up there.
2: <laughs> yeah, like like, you, I know like that guy. Know. Yeah, he's yeah. my neighbor. Yeah. You know what? The best, well, not the best, but the one that sticks in my mind, I was driving to the Saddle Dome one day in a, like a 1984 Chevy Cavalier. Yeah. Mm. Honey wagon. A honey wagon. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ladies. B- big wheels. You know, the door would creak when you'd open it. It was oh. just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And there was a gentleman in front of us parked at a red light, and his license plate was... Uh, Hap to be L five. And it stuck with my in my mind the whole time. Happy to be alive. I guess it's hap H A P. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, hap to B L five. And there now that's that's what I say. Yeah. Now every time it's like, you know, when when I saying happy to be alive or whatever, I say hap to B L five. Mm.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's nice. Very, it's very positive, isn't it? Uh, did the did the car have a specific scent to it because it was an 84? <laughs> Desperation. You know when you go, you know when you go um, to a car cigarettes? and sometimes, sometimes yeah. it has a specific smell to it? <laughs> yeah. Did that car have a specific odor to it? There was a it?
2: tinge. And there's a lot of dust in there, too. Okay. Right? Oh. A lot of dust. You, you'd sneeze when you'd sit down. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. And uh, I do believe there were cigarette burns uh, oh. all over the car. Classy. Yeah. It's like the old planes, trains, and automobiles when oh. the car <laughs> <laughs> catches fire and... Uh, Anyway, very,
0: very nice. We have, uh, we're going to play Flames Grilling. Yes. At the bottom of the hour. And uh, there is a bet I've already built into this awesome. game. Awesome. Is it, is it, is it uh, monetary or embarrassment?
2: More embarrassment. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, I like those. Those lines I can do. Yeah.
0: I feel like you're maybe not telling the truth right now. Like my internal sarcasm meter was just going yeah. Out there. Yeah. You want me to dial it back a tad or do you want me no, to keep no, pushing forward? <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, uh, I'm not going to tell you what the bet is. Sure. But there's only another person on this beautiful flat earth who knows. That would be GVP, I would imagine. GVP knows. GVP, what do you think it's of the, the wager today. bet? I think it'll be funny. Yeah. It'll be oh, good. There you yeah. go. Yeah. It'll be fun. I know, right? He's never on his <laughs> side, which
1: makes me very nervous about this. I can, you
2: know what? I'm in the best spot right now because I can see his I never get silly to see face for <laughs> for like smiling right now. That yeah. crooked smile of his, oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen to me. <laughs> right. It's going to happen to you. Yeah. And it's coming because I know you're going to lose, Kron. Right. And, you know, <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't know. what. Why do you think you're going to lose? Because I lose every
2: uh, trivia game that you have. mm. You know, there's some kind of mathematical component. There's some type nope. of paying attention component that... Well, I'm just... honestly there is. I just, <laughs> to,
1: I just win everything. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, you're... That's right. That's all, all you right. do is, is just win, take care win, of business win. over
1: yeah, there. Yeah, right? I'm like DJ Gallad in that sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, more <laughs> ways than one. I'm just going to
0: give you this so far. The questions on Flames Grilling yeah. all have to do with this year's edition of the Calgary Flames. Well, i thank, thankful for that.
1: Okay. Yeah. I've watched all 47 or 48 games. So, so you should excel at this game. I, I would imagine so. We, okay. should, we, should, we should, but, do but do the it probably won't. 1989 Flames. No. Because that's I
0: became a flame, <laughs> Flames fan in 1988. Oh, wow. That's good timing for yeah. you. It's perfect timing, actually. 98's yeah. tough for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have trouble remembering last weekend a little I when I was five. I know. So. Hmm. I have so, a memory of an elephant. We're going uh, to debut Flames Grilling. Must be nice. Coming up. Brand new segment on the show. I'm excited. For Fantastic. It. Uh, GVP, what did you call it earlier that's way too high, like, expectations for our listeners? My favorite idea that you've had. Whoa! Oh, man. Shut
2: Seriously? That's <laughs> what kidding. I said. Yeah. I yeah. think it was pretty Stop. good. The
0: guy got in here before I was here, usually. Really? Yeah, he scared me. I was walking like in. Like 547. Sitting here in the dark. Yeah. Grinding. <laughs> yeah, well, grinding. With
2: a, with a dart and a little headlamp. Little <laughs> yeah. You can see the smoke haze yeah. coming By through. like candlelight. The yeah. yeah. I'm writing all the questions yeah. down with a and, quill. And when you walk in, you look at his feet, and it's just crumpled papers of yeah. all these ideas. It's and a he, typewriter, not and, a quill.
0: It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times.
1: stupid monkey.
0: He's got that
2: ashtray. It's just overflowing yeah. with yeah. darts. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he reaches into the pile at the bottom of his feet and
0: pulls it out. And this is yeah.
1: the
2: one. Yeah.
0: Um. had this conversation in the Rose Report, which is Matty Rose's time to shine on this program. Absolutely. I asked him a question. I want to ask you the same one. Are you on the side that the Flames should be really gunning for first round picks, which would be later in the draft? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather them go get prospects as the number one priority in an Elias Lindholm, Noah Handefin, or Chris Tanev deal? Oh.
2: Man, I'm not gonna say what I want to say because something's gonna go off. You're making me think here. I, I like, I like draft picks. I do. Why? Because they're they're yours. They're they're homegrown. Um,
1: you could turn them into prospects you if can, you wanted there's,
2: to. Yeah, there's there's just more upside rate right? with prospects. There. Don't get me wrong. There that happens all the time too. I just like. Because you can draft a player for what a, a specific kind of area that uh, that you are are, are needing, right? Your, your requirement, and and then you can kind of plant the seed of, of exactly what this organization is going to be built with, right? Prospects are great too, but they're kind of, you know, they're further down the road in their career, and they can kind of complement the organization right away.
0: Well, the reason why I ask the question is, obviously um, the, the word rebuild is a dirty word around here. The word retool, <laughs> retool. is one they want to use. But if you're training for prospects, they're further along the development. Yeah. So you can maybe get these guys and make an impact on your NHL roster sooner than a first round pick in twenty four would be.
2: It's still a crapshoot too, though. Either way, it's a crapshoot, right? The guys that have a ton of though? yes, it is.
1: Well, especially because you have to take into account why is this player available? Because teams covet their their
2: prospects, their their top prospects. They're not they're not going anywhere. It's like the the right now that you know. Hey, sometimes you know a a fresh start. does wonders. I mean, I was in the Flames organization for a long time, and it was just, you know, I was injured a ton, and things weren't going right, and it was kind of grew stale on both sides, where there was frustration mm-hmm. from from management, for sure, yeah. uh, and, and and disappointment and and uh, on my side, and when I got to Dallas, it was just, no organization was better than the next. It was just a different dressing room with different people, and you could say, hey, like, I don't have a history with you guys, and sometimes for some prospects, that's great, uh, but but for, for, for draft picks, I, I like those better just in, in, in terms of just being, you know, a Calgary Flame or whoever from from the start, and you're able to, to water them and nurture them mm-hmm. and uh, build them up in your system. The timeline doesn't bother you at no. all with anything here? No. It's, no. You got... I mean, my, my timeline would be three years or four years whenever this arena gets built, whenever there's a shovel in the ground, right?
1: Yeah, because like we were talking about earlier, one of my earlier examples was you look at Zeri and Peltier. Those are kind of the type of picks you would look at, right? Yes. 24th and 26th is what Zeri and Peltier were drafted at, and now they were they were 2019 and 2020, and now we're seeing kind of the fruits here in the NHL at the NHL level and being able to produce four or five years down the road right that's that's the timeline yeah agreed and you know there's there's uh it's it's tough
2: right i mean you sit there like who's gonna do what at at 18 years old when you draft the kids it's there's guys right at the top how many of those guys you know that are big big profile guys blue chip yeah right i mean there's there's a lot of uh guys in the second third fourth rounds that uh you know it's it's uh there's a benefit to that, too. But I just I like prospects from start mm-hmm. to finish. That's, that's me all mm-hmm. the way. Build it homegrown internally. Yeah, you mean draft picks. Sorry, draft picks. Yeah, sorry, right. draft picks. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. And uh, you know who's uh, the... I was just listening to the Merrick show the other day, too, talking about Dallas finding just another defenseman, to like young guys. Thomas Harley. It, yeah, you're just like... It's so fun to watch. How? Oh, I, and that's the thing. How, how do you do it? Because some organizations right. are phenomenal at this, and they continually do it, and others do not, right? And, and what's, what's the difference? What's the secret? Yeah, exactly. I agree. And then you hit, you hit a home run, and everybody's like, that guy's got an eye for talent. He, he can see it coming from a mile away, and it's one or two guys that you've got to build your reputation on. And you put a ton of work. Those scouts put on miles. It's crazy, right? And then you've got to go in and kind of well, fight, fight for the guys you want.
0: It, it's like the Tampa Bay Rays. How do they continually, on a shoestring budget, find all these great players and grab guys that other teams give up on and turn them into useful players? Yes. Like,
1: how do they continually do it? year in year out no, it always amazes me too thomas harley was from that loaded 2019 draft and he was an 18th overall pick he was a first rounder and basically everybody from that draft in the first round has played 50 games essentially yeah. like it was a dynamite draft but you have to make your picks right and and obviously one of the things that i think is impressive about dallas is the way that they've been able to grow their players within their organization yeah. because you know, as much as Harley is shining in the NHL, they have Maverick Bork and Logan Stankoven who are two of last I checked when yeah. I was doing Wrangler's color like 3 weeks ago, they were still leading the AHL in points. And these are kids who are just out of junior levels and are really producing and and Dallas might need to trade them. Like if Dallas wants to move one of those guys, they could basically get the best player available. Yeah. And there's not a lot of teams that would say no to a Maverick Bork or a Logan Stankoven right now and Neither of those guys are top 10 picks. They're in that middle range as well. It's
2: it's a lot to do with culture too, hey?
1: Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, like they, there's just teams that have certain, The Red Wings were really good
2: at this for a long time too, drafting guys, oh yeah. yep. putting them in the minors for a year or two, and just, you know, Europeans coming over, you're going to go to the minors, you're going to play a year, and they can, this is your progression, and they'd sit down and they'd talk to you. And other teams aren't fortunate enough to be in those situations where you need those draft picks to, to impact your team hopefully immediately. I mean, the Flames have been in this situation a handful of times too when they'd struggle, they'd you know, get a lot of high draft picks in those guys, like an you know, Oleg like Saprikin or a Chuck Kobasu or guys like that. They'd have to get in. Like, you, you, We need you guys like, right now to, to contribute. And some guys just aren't, most guys aren't ready to, to, to be those types of impact players right out of
1: the draft. It's kind of like the Pat Mahomes effect as well, right? Like if he had gone to a first overall, if he had been first overall drafted and gone to a terrible team, instead, he wasn't that highly touted for the draft. He ends up going to Andy Reid Later on, a little bit later in the first round. And as a result, he gets to play behind Alex Smith a little bit. He isn't asked to start right away, kind of yep. like what you were talking about. And the stars where they are right now, like I just went and checked and I was incorrect on this. Stankhoven was 47th overall. Maverick Bork is a 30th overall pick, but they've been able to season them properly. Yeah. Didn't rush them out of junior. They were dominant at the junior level. And now both of them have just been able to take another huge step to the AHL. So Just to piggyback piggyback on your point, look at the Packers and
0: their quarterback. It's another one. Like Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for years to learn, Hall of Fame quarterback. Now all of a sudden it looks like they found their next franchise quarterback in Jordan Love, who sat behind Aaron Rodgers and learned the thing. But the problem is, in, in the NFL, in the NHL, and in the NBA, teams that have these salary caps, mm. you can't really afford to have as much patience as maybe you should. For sure. Because you need those players to come into your lineup and contribute because they're cheap. Yeah. They're also cheap, and you need them to have an impact for you to win games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's, the perceptions change. Like, I keep worrying about Uri Slavkovsky. Is that guy going to be a bust? Is he not going to be a bust? And keep, the guy I keep... Always... Imagine if he was a middle-of-the-first-round pick instead. Right, exactly. But the guy I keep going back to when it comes to patience... People talked about how Victor Hedman was a bust. Yeah.
2: Victor Hedman's
0: man. a bust. He's, He's never gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. McKinnon was a bust. And yep. those two guys are slam dunk Hall of Famers now. Yeah. Cause it just took them a McKinnon's little longer gonna win the heart. Yeah. <laughs> than other guys. Like, look, it's not like you're Crosby or McDavid where you just jump into the league and you're already a su- like Connor Bedard. You're immediately a superstar. You're gonna be a Hall of Fame player bang some guys just take longer than others it's just you don't know what the path is and that's another that's another pitfall that when it comes to grading draft picks you got you got to play the long game and fans don't want to hear that but organizations that are patient and grow and develop their prospects properly are the ones that continually fight for a Stanley Cup and can continually fill the cupboard with these prospects and guys that can jump in your lineup and make an impact
1: but then the other thing and something we've talked about a lot over the last little bit is sometimes you get a little bit of an affinity to these players and all of a sudden you've seasoned them and maybe you overvalue them a little bit. Like Adam Razichka, you're like, man, we've worked so hard to get this guy to this point. We don't really want to give up on him for nothing. right? We feel like he's better than that. Somebody who called my palate
0: as an eight-year-old is probably accurate. (laughs) Uh, Backland, Michael Backland was a long game. Yeah, Took him a while to develop.
1: He also had the, what, core injury, I think, early on in his career that really made the first few years difficult for him but yeah i agreed you know it
2: took a little while and you, you 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 protect your players too as much as you can right mm-hmm. there, there's instances in, when certain organizations are in spots where they need to get people in the seats and get guys coming in that there's a bit of, of pressure on guys to just play you got to go out your first round yep. pick. people are coming to see you it's the organizations that have that that security that um that they can like, Nashville's another organization, too, that drafts incredibly well, right? There's a lot of guys that come up through that organization. Is it,
0: okay, is it drafting incredibly well or developing it's Developing well? It, it's both, you got to do both. There's both. There's you can't do one. But you
1: can't do one. Because if you just do one, if you just draft well, then he gets there and he doesn't take a step forward. Like, a, a top prospect at 18 still needs to grow. Yeah, That's like, a lot of raw stuff. Like if you just throw him in the NHL, like, it's going to be a is, mess.
0: What is really the difference between a guy who gets taken 11th and a guy who take, gets taken 20th? Is there really that much of no. a difference in talent and skill? No. Probably not. No. No, no.
1: Not that you can discern at that point, most likely. Right.
0: But that's what I'm saying. It's about player development. 100%. And some teams are just better at developing young players
1: than others. Tampa's actually another good organization yes. to talk about there. Yep. Because every year, there's some dude on their third line or on their third pair, yep. like a Nick Perbix. <laughs> you're like, excuse <laughs> me? I have to say that name a handful of times. Where are you yeah. from,
2: sir? But that's, that's the tough part. I mean, that keeps you up at night. Right, if you're a general manager, who are you picking? That that pick is on you. Now it's okay. Now where where's he at in his development? Where's he at? What's he doing? Oh, he's struggling. Oh, he's injured. Oh, this is a problem. Oh, it's a wasted pick. You got to listen to that garbage until the the guy actually hits the ice and performs. And that's just the way she goes. And some organizations are better at it than others to protect their players and let them go out and play and say, this is the this is the development path for our guys. This is where we see him going. This is what he's going to do next. And Right now, he's, he's on pace, right? And other organizations, it's, we need to get him going
1: right now. And you can talk about development, too. Like, one of the biggest examples on the go in the NHL right now of poor development is in Columbus with David Yurichek. Shocker. And Columbus. it's not necessarily that the, 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 um, the, like the physical idea of everything has gone poor there. But according to what you read from Aaron Port's line and, and hear from Elliot and everything else, it sounds like this is a situation where just communication and lack of a plan yeah. in Columbus have really angered a top prospect on the team. And you have to have a plan in place. Like I'm interested in asking you about this, actually, because so your check at the start of the season was told, buy a place, get a place in, in Columbus. But then since then, he's been shuttled back and forth between Cleveland and Columbus. That's not, that's not good development. No, it's not. Because you promised him something, and this is why a lot of teams won't tell a player, hey, get a place, until they're absolutely positive that he's not going anywhere. That's a tough spot. Well, it's it's a head game, too. Yeah. Right? And, And some organizations
2: are better at, you know, communicating honestly with players, and some organizations are very emotional. They attach to the player, what a great year. Yes, go out and buy... A place, yes, do it, and then three weeks later, the guy you know can't even tie skates at the rink. Like, God, get him out of here! He's terrible, right? That emotional roller coaster that you can't be on in management. You got to know what the player is and kind of roll with the punches as you go up and down. For 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 Eurocheck to be told to go, get I mean, it happens. Yeah, it happens, and then it and then that, that players has, he's got to do a better job of sitting there thinking. Well, this isn't my guarantee to be it. It's 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 the it's the closest thing you can have to a guarantee without it being a guarantee, right? And so you sit there, and I would, at training camp, when the guys would say, hey, go get a place, I'd hear that. Hey, they told me to go get a place. I'm like, what? That's awesome. You know, really happy. And I'm like, why don't they tell me to get a place? And then three months later, the guy's in the minors, right? And yeah. he's down there, and he's just like,
1: what's happening? And he's feeling even worse about it now. Yeah,
2: right? And, and, it, and it happens. It happens. But um, you, you, can't, you can't get emotional, like you said, to have a plan. Like, you know, Ottawa, when you hear these trade rumors, they're looking for a pro, right? They're looking for a real pro. Tanev is a real Real pro, right? And you want your young guys, to, if you have a good core, a good group of guys that you believe in that are good people, hard, you know, there's, they, they they set expectations by their, by their, go ahead.
0: Okay, no, but again, when you just, and again, there's no question, Tanev's a guy who's beloved in this room. He's a guy that leads by example, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't the Senators have Claude Giroux? Wasn't that yeah. the reason why they brought him in? He was the captain of the Flyers. But Don't they, they have a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko who's been in the league and seen everything yeah, in the but league? but they're going
1: to send Tarasenko out okay, the door. But,
0: but, but I'm just giving you, like, they have veteran guys, and Giroux the one I'm looking for. He's yep. going to go play for his hometown team. He was the captain of the Flyers. He's going to show these young but guys they how want to win and bring more. leadership.
1: They want more. Because, really, you look at that roster, and it's just Giroux. Who on the blue line do you look at and say, that is a veteran who knows how to win? Travis Hamonic, Veteran, yeah. Hmm. Second part, not so much. Well, and I mean to your point about Tarasenko, I
2: know your your comment was to Drew. He's he is a leader. He's been in the league a long time. There's a lot of guys that have been around a long time, and this I'm not like I think Drew's great. This is not what I'm trying to get at, but in general, there's a lot of guys that that have been around for a while that aren't leaders. They're just there. You know, they look after themselves. They get their points. They kind of do whatever. Right. That'd and be a, more like Tarasenko. More like Tarasenko. And I don't know him. I just see just I don't know him personally, but just from what I see, I can't imagine him being much of a leader. I can't. That feels like a...
1: Yep. Tanev's a
2: guy too that. He's just, he's that good person you want in the room. The guys can go to, you know he cares about the, what he where he plays for the for the front of the jersey, not the back of the jersey, mm-hmm. and you want more and more of those. You can never have enough of those guys, yeah. right? You need, you can't have, you know, a team built up of, you know, 20 Tanevs because you you wouldn't, you need goal scorers, you need different roles filled. But he's one of those guys, coupled potentially with Drew, I mean, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here, but in general, the bigger nucleus you have of guys that are just good guys that work hard that can score that have their that excel at their roles makes those young guys be accountable by even just by attrition just by being in, in the trenches with them
0: how much faith do you guys have and and ultimately how much faith does the fan base have in how the flames develop young players oh boy yeah that's a
2: we're seeing it now right with uh you know seeing zari spend time in the minors you know, just having him come up, the opportunities they're given young guys, I don't think they have an overall great track record. I mean, obviously they had Goudreau and Kachuk that, that turned out very well for them, but they're both not here right now, right?
0: But those are superstar players that exactly. they developed.
2: Yeah, I know, but like. that you look at it, I'm I'm struggling to find, and I mean, I know I'm a part of that list, but you sit there and it's like who's the guy that they've kind of built I mean, built from the ground up that's been with the organization from kind of start to finish? Not a first, like not a top three pick or top four pick, but Guys that are kind of in that... Well, we'll pick him if he's available.
1: Pospisil's there. Rizichko was there. Um, We'd have to look at it. I'm sure uh, there are a handful. I'm just not picking up yeah, any. No, but I'm but,
0: saying, like, as, as a whole, because the sense I've got... Like, gotten,
1: which guys that they have seasoned and brought into the NHL? Like, even over the last decade, because... the Rasmus Anderson's a good example. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Andrew Monjapani is a really good example. Yep. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Then you get back to like Jankowski and Kulak. Ooh, okay, that's too far back. Uh, buh, buh, buh. And a
2: lot of big names, too, high picks that don't turn out. Like you just like, automatically assume that everything is a failure after that. It's like they can't develop players. First rounders don't pan out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but well, a lot of first rounders don't. Pan a, out. a ton of them don't. And I mean, I would like to have the list in front of me to kind of go through it because I'm very unprepared for this. But like
1: Rasmus no, Anderson's that, that, that,
0: awesome. Sorry, I maybe put you on the spot. I'm just, I, I was kind of more fishing for
1: the perception. Yeah. Of well, the like fan base. Well, I know one. The perception lately has been great. Like you, like I know recently, like over the last, I'd say, eighteen months, it's been better. But for a long time, you know, you look at Yusuf Alamaki, right? Like that's that's a pretty good example of there was a disconnect there between the team and the player and the plan yep. and and what everyone wanted from the player and. That, and then he got injured and things just completely fell apart for him. So that's one that didn't go so well. But
0: but I also, when I look at a team like the Flames and that trade they made to get Hannafin and Lindholm, yeah. they fleeced the Hurricanes. Big time. And how did do they do that? They saw two young players that they wanted on their roster. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just about drafting and developing players. When you see an opportunity from another team that you think can help your hockey club down the road, I think that gets kind of lost in developing young players. You're still getting young players, and those guys have turned into studs well, sh- for the Calgary Flames. Not sh- necessarily draft picks of the team, yeah. but young enough in their NHL careers where you saw something in both of those guys that you want him on your roster. I
1: think Schwint is a hopeful there. Right? Okay.
0: Like, is a guy that they targeted. But even the weed died. Dog- has been higher than expectation yep. for the Flames. Obviously, Huberto was was the crown jewel and, and that's, of that trade. that's
1: a little different department, too. Now you're talking pro scouting versus amateur scouting, But it's all right? important. It's right? all important, 100%. But I'm but, just saying you're talking about different staffs and different type of guys. But I
0: also think pro scouting and amateur scouting are a lot closer than maybe what they used to be in the past. They have to be. Based on the salary cap.
1: Yep. They have to be. But, yeah, I, I agree. There's... At the same time, they have to be in sync as a unit. But you're not having someone who's like, "Oh, you're going from Dallas, and now after that, you got to go up to Sioux and watch the Greyhounds play." Right? Like that's you're not going to go watch the stars, and then the you got to stay in your lane a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I've enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, I
0: thought it was one of the most uh, more intelligent conversations we had.
2: We uh, we should have books on. To to discuss this too one day. Yeah, he's
0: uh, super smart. Yeah, when it comes to this kind of stuff, have you interviewed him?
2: No, oh, I was. I, I asked him a couple of questions once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a long time ago. I like when you
0: sit on an interview. Yeah, I love. I love it. You, yeah, you're you got to get me on more you're of these. Enjoying these, I do. Yeah, because I sit there you're with just my little filling into a role, Hey, oh yeah. You're just taking my just job, set, aren't you? Just settling in.
2: Yeah. Wait till why I start doing your job.
0: In. Why? Why do you got to slide that in there? We couldn't. We couldn't do the.
2: It wouldn't be the Cron report. It would suck. Yeah. Right, I mean, Ooh, like, I didn't do my oh homework boy. last night, and I uh, got whatever. Hey, <laughs> Cron, you got a half hour to fill the Quran report. Go ahead. Yeah, I got to go, matter, bud. I got to go use the
0: facilities. They'll yeah, be right thanks. back. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello, mom. <laughs> okay, um, straight ahead. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's just yeah. You know, I can just, I can see your your smile. We're, we're and, I, gonna, I, and I don't like it. We're gonna debut a new segment on the program. It's called Flames Grilling. Details about that next, but you will know that it'll be Cron versus Rose. <laughs> we'll do that next big we, show. We what? should we should get the security guy to come in here and he and he can uh, he can answer all my John? questions. Yeah. Well, John's not here yet. Yeah, he comes in at eight. Yeah, so maybe not. I don't know that guy's name. Yeah. now, but what I do know is he's doing a hell of a job protecting the building. He is. Like should, if there was a grenade outside of the building, he'd dive on it. He'd to jump save on all it of us. for sure. He would. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. <laughs> flames grilling next big show Russick and rose sportsnet 960 the fan live from doug Lacey's basement systems downtown studios the big show Russick and rose sportsnet 960 the fan the solution snake the cobra big show flames analyst mr brent cron in studio courtesy of our good friends at all kind door services limited at the top of the hour adam stanley officially sportsnet golf analyst is going to join us uh apparently the pga tour is being sold for like three billion dollars and that's we'll get deets hate. on that. That's a lot of it's a lot of cake.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's sold, sold it's or a it's a partnership with yeah, a $30, 3 billion dollar investment. So, 3
0: 3 billion sheets? Yeah, yes. Um <laughs> we'll get Adam Stanley's take Nailed on it, what Brent. the hell Great is job. it and he can explain it to us. <laughs> yeah. And look ahead to the Pebble Beach Pro-Am which is now an elevated event and not so much of the ams they're only playing Thursday Friday uh, instead of the whole weekend. So you could only see Bill Murray wearing two gloves, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and Ray Romano being as funny as he usually is, which isn't a lot. Um, Whoa, Marie Philip Poulain coming up at eight thirty two. too. Well, oh, that'll be good. Yeah, looking forward to that.
2: You know what? Your comment about golf just reminded me of something. Okay, what's that? I forgot my wedge at a golf my last golf course that I played at last year. That's I not to, surprising. And I have to go get it. And <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, they still have it. It's in Calgary. Um, you know who you are. I'm coming for you.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to debut a new segment. I can't wait. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about this, and uh, you know who I got the idea? Where? I was watching football on Sunday. Don't sound so enthused. I, got, I was watching football on Sunday, and uh, Fox was showing um, the last time the Lions won a championship. Yeah. And they talked about the Whopper, how it was flame grilled. Ooh. And I'm like, I can make up a game called Flames Grilling. Yeah. About questions about the Calgary Flames. And this is how this game is going to work. We're going to have two minutes on the clock. Okay. And I'm going to ask... Each of you, one at a time. Twenty questions. Oh, we have to jam in twenty questions in two minutes. Can we say pass? Uh, if you say pass, it's 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 a wrong answer. Oh, I shoot. need an answer for okay. everything. So there are some things where there is a hard answer for, and there are some things that you have to give an opinion for.
1: All right. Okay.
0: And the judge in all of this is the beautiful GVP. He is going to work as the judge. I am going oh, to that's read why the he questions. Liked it, hey. And if he agrees or disagrees with your take, he will give you a ding. Play mm-hmm. the ding, please. Or the buzzer. He doesn't like it. Ooh.
2: Well, that's aggressive. That that's more like a like electric chair buzzer. I that's,
0: like not a,
1: that's not a. That's not a. Felt like I was playing Operation. Yeah. So my... That's my how it's squeaky. gonna work. Blah. If he
0: likes your take, he's gonna give you the ding. If he doesn't, he's gonna give you the buzzer. And the the person with the most dings. Out of the twenty questions, and you want to answer them as quickly as possible because I'm going to read them as quickly as possible, uh-huh. so we can get through all twenty questions. Okay. Uh, the winner uh, will get a song sung to them by the loser.
1: Oh, okay. A song sung. Yeah. You know what? I'm going like to go over there. You like our performing art here?
2: I'm going to go put GVP in a headlock right <laughs> yep. now. Before you, you answer said questions. <laughs> yep. And then I'm going to put squeeze on for the bell yeah. all the time. I
0: am not going to tell you what song needs to be sung to the winner, oh. but I do have the lyrics ready. Can, oh, can, it, can
2: it be a rap?
0: No, no, no. I have no. no. I have the song picked. Oh, okay. I have the music bed already chosen, and oh, I have God. the lyrics done already.
2: Uh, mix master yeah. over here.
0: So, um, Brent Cron, you're the guest. Yeah, I sure am. So I'm going to have to frantically write down the score while I read the questions. I'm going to give you the choice. Do you Dude. want to go first or second? First. I, w- I would suggest you go second, so you know how the game is played. Then why'd you ask? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this would be a great day to have Patty here, hey?
0: Yeah, it would be a great day to have Patty here to help out. And he's like, I'm not coming tomorrow. I'm like, oh, God. I could
1: really use you today to keep score.
0: But I'm going to have to do it at the same time.
1: All right, keep scoring while you're driving.
2: <clears throat> I, I win the coin toss, and I elect you Matt Rose to go first.
0: You deferred. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll defend left.
0: Yeah, so this is how it's going to work. I'm going to read you 20 questions. Uh-huh. We have two minutes to answer them. And GVP is the judge. He has all the answers in front of him. Okay. But he also is going to judge your takes. Okay. And the way it's going to work is the winner gets a song sung to them by the loser. All right. And all the questions, hockey related, are on this year's edition of the Calgary Flames. We're not going back in time. We're not doing whatever. We're going on this year's. Calgary Flames, are you ready to play? You don't seem enthused. No, I'm not enthused at all. Actually, I have a
2: beautiful voice, but I want to sing, but I don't know if I will be able to. Okay, we'll sing be, it together. Well, hopefully, hopefully, might you be win. a
1: duet. <clears throat> Harmonize,
0: Matt Rose, are you ready? Sign the way the up, work baby. is, we have a bed, yeah, that is timed out to exactly two minutes. Okay, so once the music begins. I will read the questions. Are you ready to play Flames Grilling for the first time on The Big Show with Russick and Rose on Sportsnet 960? Maybe something we'll do again. Maybe we'll never do this again. GVP has said this is probably one of my best ideas. Okay, enough with the preamble, George. Let's get to the game. Are you ready? Born Rose? One oh, no, not, not yet. Wait, hold not on. Not yet. Not yet. I will, I will tee it up. Let's get it going in five, four, three, two, one. Hit it, GVP. Matty Rose, which blue liner on the Flames has had the best season so far, in your opinion, and why?
1: Mackenzie Wieger, he's got 12 goals, he's third in the NHL for goals scored. I don't know how you can go much better than that. Which Flames defenseman currently leads a team in plus-minus?
0: I'm going to go with Chris Tanev. No. (laughs) Uh, Noah Hannafin is the answer. He's a plus-what? He's going to be plus-11. No. Uh, What is better, a sunrise or a sunset? Oh, a
1: sunset. Not even close, man. Okay,
0: he Excuse said no. me? Okay. <laughs> uh, which
1: which Flames
0: that? defenseman Wh- leads the Flames in goals? Mackenzie Weger. How many goals does Weger have on the season? Twelve. Tell me how you'd build the perfect burger.
1: Oh, that's easy. Bun, mayo, burger, cheese, condiments, ketchup, maybe a little bit of mustard. GVP? Other bun. Okay. Which Flame leads the team in power play points? Uh, bu- 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 I'm going to go with Nazem Qadri.
0: Uh, it's Elias Lindholm. How many points does he have in the power play this season? Seven. No. <laughs> Who leads the Flames in Tama Nice per game this season? Uh, that would be Noah <laughs> Nope. Uh It's Rasmus Sanderson Within 10 seconds each way, how many minutes and seconds is Anderson averaging this season?
1: Uh, he is averaging 2240.
0: Uh, it's twenty four thirteen. What film won That's Best Picture at the two thousand twenty three Oscars? Best Picture last year, uh, uh, b- 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 everything, everywhere, all at uh, once. I don't know. How many points does Chris Tanev have this season? Nine. Yes. <laughs> ah. Nazem Kadri leads the Flames with one hundred and fifty nine shots this season. Who is second?
1: um i'm going to go with answer uh sharon govich nope michael Backlin. uh
0: within three shots how many shots on goal does he have this season
1: 132
0: oh that's it you ran out of time oh that's it that's two minutes uh how many did he have uh he has 138 shots on goal this season and what was your plus or minus uh plus 10 Oh, so I would have got it. Uh, Also, uh, what is uh, I I missed out. We only got to question 15. Okay. Uh, Question 16 was, what is your favorite song to sing in the shower? Uh, Where does the Flames' power play rank? How many games has Matt Coronado played for the Flames this season? How many assists does Coronado have? And the last question was, what do you think of this game?
1: I enjoyed (laughs) enjoyed it, actually. You (laughs) got five right. You got five right.
0: Okay. What do you think, GVP? Five of 15. I Uh, think you were a little quick on giving the take uh, dings. Okay. Wait till he's finished giving his take, and then you give a yes or a no. Well,
2: sure. two minutes really feels like a long time, eh?
0: It does until it's not. Did that feel like a long time to you? Well, I'm waiting here.
2: Waiting okay. for my turn. Maybe it'll go really fast for me. Now, hmm. now. Same, same play, set of questions it went, or no? It went no, these quick. are different. Oh. There, is a, <laughs>
0: tell you, there is a rose set of questions and a cron set of questions. Okay. What's your favorite color? I, that may or may not be in there. Right. I like that. Again, if you on. give the right color and a GVP agrees with it, you'll get a ding. Yeah. Right. But Maddie had five. Yeah. I think you could potentially beat five. I don't
2: know. I have zero confidence in myself in anything in the studio. Okay. So
0: um, that's reassuring yet not reassuring <laughs> at the same time. Um, we're playing Flames Grilling for the first time on Sportsnet 960. Maddie just went through the ringer. We only got to question. He's 50. sweating. It was tough. Yeah, I beat up after it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> some, of
1: those, some of those Flames questions.
0: Uh, Brent Crona, you're you really ready to, to play Flames. I'm ready for the first to go. Time? Let's go. Let's start in five, four, three, two, one. Do it. There's a belief among Flames fans and media that Jacob Markstrom's been the best player through the team through 49 games this season. Do you agree? Why or why not?
2: Yes, because he's given him a chance to win every single night. He's stolen a game against the worst Blackhawks team on the planet. And every night, he's, he's the best player.
0: What is Markstrom's goals against this season within five points?
2: 2.69.
0: Close, Uh, 2.60. Dan Vladar has been a capable backup this season. How many games has he started? 11. No, 16. How many shuttles does Vladar have this season? Zero. Yes. Uh, Vladar was born in Czechia. What is the capital city of the Czech Republic? Prague. Oh, yes. Uh, What is Jacob Markstrom's save percentage this season within five points? 908. What is the best? What is the best snack to have at your Super Bowl party? Wings. Snack.
2: Oh, nachos.
0: Okay, I'll accept nachos. Uh, what is uh, Jacob Markstrom has started 13 games on the road this season? What is his record? Uh, s- seven and six. No, six, six and one. Oh. Give me the perfect toppings and condiments for a hot dog. Oh, <laughs> ketchup and mustard. Oh, no,
2: we don't like
0: it. <laughs> no, we know the old adage, your goaltender is the best penalty killer. Where does the Flames PK currently rank in the NHL? Sixth. No. T- tenth. Third. Who leads the Flames in shorthanded goals this season?
2: Col- Coleman.
0: Yes. How many shorthanded goals does he have? Four. Yes. Be. What is your coffee order? Uh, coffee with cream. Okay, he likes it. Dustin Wolf has played in five <laughs> games this season for the Flames. How many of those games has he started? Yes. How many wins does Wolf have for the Flames this season? Two. No. Damn. One. Dustin Wolf was born in Gilray, California. What is the state capital of California? Oh, it's Sacramento. Yes. (laughs) What is the best goalie number to wear? Oh, that's it. Uh, He waxed you. Wow. Brad Cron. Nice work. (laughs) Incredible. I I think he had like nine.
2: There's ice water running through my veins. I like, don't get nervous. What did so you, you know. think? It's a great think game. Why well, won, game? so it's a great game. Great game? Yeah, I love the segment. Um, How many, did we miss any questions that I could potentially uh, yeah, answer I like, for yeah, you? Yeah, I, oh. uh, oh. I can get to right. Lawrence. I didn't Warm get, get to uh, What is chords. the best
0: goalie number to wear?
2: 35.
0: Uh, no, he doesn't. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like that one. Uh, what is the Flames' record this season? Oh, it's close. It's 500, but whatever that is. 22, 22, and 5. Yeah. Um, how many points are the Flames out of the second wild card in the Western Conference standings this morning? 49. How many points are they out? Six. six. Oh, six. Five. Uh, <laughs> Quiet, Rose. Uh, where, do flames, uh, where does Flames grilling rank in the best games you've played on the show? Uh, number one. Okay. All right. Okay. There you go. There's the judge. <laughs> what did you think? Cron? I have
2: to take a GVP out for a couple beers to really get to his, you know, yep. where he kind of goes yeah, on these topics, right? Cuz yeah. it's very, sub, you know, it's subjective to how he where how he thinks, right? Oh, I yeah. got to get inside
0: that mind. Unfortunately, Rose, uh, you lost the bet. Uh-huh. And uh you now have to serenade Mr. <laughs> Brian Cron. Oh great. With the Bette Midler classic, Wind Beneath My Wings. <laughs> oh god. Here's the lyrics. Um you can start singing about six to seven seconds into the song because I downloaded the karaoke version. Are you ready to be oh sung God. to by Matt I, Rose? I
2: would prefer eye contact too.
0: Yes, please, like eye contact. Uh, GVP, please hit the music. Please take off your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It must have been cold <laughs> there I don't know the... the, the keep going. To yeah, never have sunlight on your face. <laughs> you were content to let me shine. That's your way. I keep going. Keep going. You're you doing always great. walk to
0: stand... <laughs>
2: With all the
1: glory, well, you were the one with all the strength. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Beautiful. I have the rhythm all off. I don't know where <laughs> the lyrics going. are. It's all right. Just get the chorus. A beautiful face without a name for so long. A beautiful <laughs> smile to hide the pain. Did you ever know that you're my hero and everything I would like to be? You can fly higher than an eagle. <laughs> For you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I needed like a little bit of background vocals so I could okay. like... I, I, don't, I don't I don't, know the song. Well, I don't ever listen to Wind Beneath My Wings unless it's in a film. Right. Unless well, it's part of great. a soundtrack. I thought so. you did great.
2: What next time what we should do when I win this game the next time... Is you should put the sound bars on top so he knows where the notes are, right? So he can sing according to the... Yeah,
1: like, I had no idea where the lyrics are supposed to be here. Like, I don't know if I'm still supposed to be singing, if I was way late. I'll put the bars together. Plus, there's no drum. There's no rhythm. There's nothing (laughs) to keep time with. That was beautiful.
0: That was beautiful. (sighs) I thought you did a great job.
1: Can't wait for bloopers.
0: You, uh... That was great.
2: That just elevated our friendship right there. Did you... I felt did you, that.
0: Did you feel like the I love? That. How he was serenading you there?
2: His eyes were closed too. Sometimes too. Yeah. He was singing it from his heart, which That's is what great. I appreciated. He's
0: trying to find the beat. So there you <laughs> go. Flames grilling. What a segment. That was it.
2: <sighs> that was it. Um, yeah, it's a good questions. I like those questions. Yeah, it's, it's fired up right now.
0: Well, oh, I don't have I don't have no. forty questions. It only took right them <laughs> twelve hours to prep the <laughs> yeah, well, <that's laughs> segment. Yeah. Well, that's what radio is. Takes forever to prep, and then wham bam, it's done. Yeah.
1: Like I will my football tell you. Show
0: took me like fifteen hours in front of a laptop to write all the game previews. <laughs> Three hours gone.
1: I um texted our boy Patty Dumas because our goalie comparison thing the other day. Yeah. That sparked an idea in me that oh. I think we can also turn into a segment. Oh, okay. Um,
2: that's GVP. Fun. I have a question for you. Yeah. Oh. What's the best goalie number?
1: Thirty-four.
2: Oh, make it kick yourself. I was gonna go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was gonna say him 29 buzzer, is a good number two. Felix Pockback?
0: Twenty nine. Kendra.
2: <laughs> oh, Kendra.
0: Whoa. What about number one?
2: Lou. Right. Number Turk. old
0: school. Roman Turk? Number one's old school. I
2: like thirty nine. I was a big fan of Dominic Hassock. Hmm. hmm mm-hmm. GvP, mm-hmm.
0: Buzzer, please. 30, Thirty-three is the correct answer. <laughs> 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 Great <laughs> stuff, Frank Cron, as usual. <laughs> Uh, we enjoy your <laughs> presence. We'll see you Friday. See you Friday. Uh, that's Brent cron Brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. And anything that swings, slides, or rolls. Call All Kind Door Services for your door repair needs. Adam Stanley next. Big Show. rustic and Rose. Nine sixty. The fan.